Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with the bat blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some of the bat blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Updog fella, look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. What's missing curfew? It's when you kind of play guilty, but you show up. How nice is a green light on the road, though? No practice tomorrow, no playing, just go. Scotty Upshaw in the clear, and he scores! laughs, a little bit of fun, and obviously a lot of hockey talk. You're listening to Missing Curfew. The lads. Fella. My man. The fella tour continues, and I sound like I'm on a fella tour. <laughs> it's just one of those mornings, fella. It's been a, I thought those IVs might have got you back in the game, though, Listen, but I think it's the desert air. Took two IVs. Few other Maybe things. you IV'd yourself right out of the right out of the sweepstakes. I'll tell you what, I didn't feel we're gonna we're gonna touch on the fellow tour in Toronto and Uppies World, but I didn't feel bad when we woke up. Maybe that's because we had the four forty five PM flight. I got on that bird, felt all right, got home, and then I woke up Sunday and it was like I got hit by, hit a, by truck, a, a, hit by a truck. A pirate truck. But yeah, uh, I felt good. Yeah, we're here, baby. I almost got back and went and uh, you know, it was Kara our well, friend Craig Manchester. You're not Carol's birthday. You're not normal though. I know I almost went out. Yeah. Which would have been crazy, but I had a nice shower and I, then I was done. Then I went, then I went horizontal, like, uh, like my partner here. And I, I was to Tony Dungy, but then I had a nice, uh, I had a beautiful Sunday, woke up, no kids in the house. Right. So I was like, what am I going to do? Felt if it was quiet, whatever you want, it was whatever I want. I texted you. you feel I like kind of like, wow, this is nice. Did you feel like the old up dogger? No, not really. Cause I, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have been, uh, staying in on a Saturday if it was the old up dog. <laughs> But uh, no, listen, I, I got up, hot yoga, like You're loving that, that lately, huh? then this hot sauna, and then that just sweats all the all the, the mess, all the evil out of you. I went to the spot, the Bay Club, and uh, I apologized to Todd Pickup and the management at Bay Club that the stuff that was coming out of me in that steamer was not, not perfect. It was not perfect. <laughs> the sounds, people in there, these old boys in the change room must have been like, what is going yeah, on? I yeah, sound no, like, I... like a rhinoceros back there, just like, <laughs> ah, ah, trying to get it out of me, so... <laughs> Um, but we continue, baby. Fellow tour continues. Up dog, let's start right here. DraftKings Sportsbook, right at the entrance to TPC Scottsdale. We got number 18, I believe, right behind us. The stretch of 15 to 18 right here. Number one is right over here. We're here, fellow. This is the call before the storm. Yeah, this place is uh this place is a spectacle. Um it's really put put a uh sports bar and a little sports book to uh to another level this is on steroids yeah and thanks to our friends here at DraftKings for hosting us this weekend we're uh we're excited to be here we we uh checked into a pretty sick pad we'll talk about that um tricky to get in here 
it's, it's not it's not easy to get in no. here. This is a you know for for everyone out there who listens. Uh, if you've ever been to the Waste Management Open, you know what we're talking about. But every year, this thing gets bigger and bigger. The build out is crazier than the Kentucky Derby, than an F1 race, than the Super Bowl. This place is a city uh, amongst hooligans who are here drinking, gambling, uh, extracurricular activities in the in yeah, the birds. I mean, nest. it's I crazy. You'll see the drunkest people in the world here. The I've drunkest been to people, the wasted the You're never going to see more than your drunk people here. And there's cops everywhere here, but they just continue to wave them out. Hey, get out of here. Yeah, totally. Go, just, you can be as drunk as you want, but just don't be drunk here. You're exactly get right. Get right out. So, um, yeah, this DraftKings Sportsbook is next level. But yeah. we're going to be in here Thursday. Uh, me and you shooting some content, betting on stuff. I'll tell you what, open bar. Open bar? You buy, hey, fellas, you buy a ticket to this place, open bar, free food. Think about it. It's not a bad deal. Um, thank you to getting us the sick pad. Unbelievable yeah. pad. Pad's great. I slept like shit for, I think the desert dry air, eh? Like, ah, fucking in one. But then uh, 7 o'clock in the morning, this fucking guy with a leaf blower. Like, I just opened my door and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, bud? And he was just like, <laughs> did you get a memo on that, that it was coming? Or? I didn't, but I'll just say this in my head when it woke me did up. Did you hear you know, it? Yeah, yeah, I heard it, but I heard it. And, uh, you know, we had to be up. I, I had my alarm set roughly, you know, five or ten minutes after that. So I was kind of up ready to rock. I want to grab some coffee. Thanks to my boy A. Hall for, for setting up the coffee this morning. But um, I knew that if this was on Thursday or Friday morning, you might help him you out. You wouldn't have just opened the door and yeah, you would have just uh, opened the door and said something. You probably would have tossed the guy in the pool. Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah. Like a lawnmower, everything just right in the pool. Well, if it was, fr- if it was Friday morning, I might still been up. Like, fella, <laughs> what do you need me to do? Grab a bag? Like, what do you need some help here, buddy? But I mean, Tuesday morning of the the waste man the wasted management. You got to think the boys are probably getting some rest before the week starts off. Rest, right? but we want that lawn to look good back there. Was it bad? Yeah, you don't want to get it hairy, and 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 for everyone out there, you don't want to come to the waste there, management right? open with a hairy lawn. <laughs> yeah, you got to trim it up. You got to be ready to rock, and that's what those guys were out there doing. They were they're actually helping us out. Yeah, yeah. I went out there took a took a piss last night. I didn't see many leaves, but it was dark out there. <laughs> so, uh, no, to whoever whoever the guy was, way to get up and do your job. Big fella, this next preview, a waste management open preview, is brought to you by our friends at Adidas Golf. Uh, the wasted management up dog, like you said. Uh, we're at the DraftKings Sportsbook here. Let's let's put some bets in for the fellas. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna take to win this. Actually, we'll go the other way. For a long shot, I'm gonna go at plus five thousand. I'm gonna go Ricky Fowler. He's been hanging out at Big Canyon. He's been playing golf with Will Tipton and Tom Doherty and Double D. Uh, I saw him in there having some nice lunch the last couple of days before he headed up to the American Express and Pebble. I think at plus 5,000, I mean, if he can get his wand going, he's already yeah. won here before. I think for a long shot bet, that's unbelievable. Okay. Can I do a long shot? Yep. I got a uh, two-time, actually two, 2021 Masters champ, Matsuyama. Oh, yeah. He's a 50 to 1 odds to win this week. Playing pretty good. And uh, he's in the middle of the pack for the gambling, so... If you like to tickle that, you go with a guy that's got a little bit of experience, and you know he's probably a guy that you're not going to see in the bird's nest this week. So that's why you might want to maybe tickle him, just sprinkle it in there. You're not going to see him up on stage with like Dirks Bentley. You might see Ricky up there. You yeah. hope. Yeah. You, you hope. Do hope. Uh, and then I got for a top ten at plus one seventy five, just kind of a little insurance. But I would say, fellas, for this, I got Max Homa. Um, you know, played Pebble last week where they got rained out. He, he wasn't great there. But just for Max, for me, is, is his consistency. Like, when I watch him play now, like, even when he's off a little bit, his misses are not that bad. And I just think he likes it around here. He likes the atmosphere around here. 
I just think he's going to be in the mix. So at plus 175 for our boy Max Homa, top 10. I like that. Listen, I'm going to go top 10. Cam Young. Cam Young. Nice. I like the way this guy is. He's clean cut. He's fresh. Can I tell you Cam Young yes, story you before you Please. So when I, when, I went to, when I went to the waste, uh, when I went to the Hero Open yeah. with Billy Quinn, mm-hmm. uh, and I had Mac Miller with me. And it's just, there's not many people there, right? Every time Cam Young walked by Mac Miller, he was just like, <laughs> he's my like, guy. I don't even mean, I'm like, glad I picked I'm kind him. of a big guy, right? He, he didn't even, I didn't even phase him. He was oh, just like, he feels, and then he gave this one on the way by, like the, the look around. I'm like, this guy's got some swag. He's feeling it. Right? That's I'm what like, you call feeling it. He's just checking my chick out right in front so of me, I, which I respect. That's I might even thing. pick him to win now too. I'm just telling you, I meant to tell you that. Because like, I'll tell you what, this isn't the hero challenge. There's going to be a million of Mac Millers out there right now. No, I know. He's so going to be fired maybe up. Maybe he won't be able to concentrate that, or he'll be fired up. See, I, I, he's either, I always look at the other He's way. either going to leave his legs in the bedroom, or he's going to be <laughs> fighting the hole on and off the course. Eh? He's either going to be just rolling them in either way. But That's great. He's got swag. That's the point. See, he's got some real good swag. Well, he's my top it? 10 pick at plus 360 because he's got some swag. And he bombs it. So if it gets wet here, if it rains like it's supposed to, there's yeah. no roll. He hits it, carries it fucking 320. Uh, and then for my winner at plus a thousand, I already put it in here at DraftKings Sportsbook. Justin Thomas, um, been playing great. Was in the mix at the American Express. Was in the mix last week at Pebble. Um, has a chip on his shoulder from last year, missing the playoffs. And I just heard him say a couple weeks ago, or maybe after last week's Pebble, he's like, "I'm trending in the right direction." And you know, up he has like a you know professional athlete when you're feeling good mentally and physically, and you have the tools that JT has. Um, he gets that putter going. That's who I got. I got JT a thousand to win ten. Come on, fella, get a rolling. I like that. Listen, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna share with our listeners. When you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Obes, you can just. There's so many different things you can tickle. One thing I saw today when I came in here, I like tickling. I know you do. I so listen, do. Scotty Scheffler, you got to expect with the withdrawals of Hovland and Alexander Shifley this weekend, with weather being involved, because we're gonna see a little bit of rain. That you fall on a guy, I heard you talking earlier how, how much of a pro the Scotty Scheffler is, his ball striking, working on a short game over in Bahamas. Who does that when yeah. you're not laying out, getting a tan? Yeah. You're Tiger, you're, you know, you're, you're probably having a few and you're working out. Well, this guy's working on a short game, so expect him, listen, expect him right now to lead after round one and to win for plus 25 hundy. That's not after a bad round bet. one. He leads after nice. round one and he goes to win the tournament. <laughs> nice. Long shot bet. Good odds, but, but good odds because listen, Hovland, a hell of a player, yeah. not playing. Withdrew. Xander Shifley, same thing. Withdrew. He's got you know the the fields now cut short. Expect him to come out and just wow. be like, this is maybe a toss up for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. So, so you can get him at plus twenty five hundred to lead the first round and win the tournament. Yes. Wow, because him to win the tournament, I think is something like minus two fifty or something. Yeah, like minus two fifty. So you just turned that into a plus twenty five hundred. Yeah. Wow. That's, that, to win. that's a smart bet. Just, I, I like that. All I'm doing is helping my my listeners out. He's another guy. If he gets the putter going, he puts like me and you some days out there. <laughs> um, last thing about our about our fellow tour pad that the updog dialed in the former Arizona Coyote. We woke up this morning. He said we like had nice coffee. And the first thing on our agenda was we got to get that hot tub smoking. Yeah. So we're back there, both of us, teamwork. I'm reading <laughs> the thing. You're doing that. So um, our hot tub will be cooking for the boys when we get back for a little soak. You got to yeah. have the tub. You can't. Nothing yeah. worse than jumping. Oh, cold tub's not working. I know. You can't. I know. Not NHL. Listen, it's all about the hot tub. It's soaking the bones when the bones get tough. And listen, shout out to our boy G Money. Garrett. G Money, G Man. G Money might be a good one for Max. Drove the fella tour bus. From Newport Beach to Scottsdale yesterday, picked us up at the airport. Came, we took him. Met you know, our boy Max, our boy Maxie, Max Miller here took us out for uh, for a nice dinner. And uh, you know Garrett, but just shout out to our boy G Money. He's on his first fella tour, and he's uh, he's driving the Sprinter van around. 
Uh, what a guy. Yeah. Speaking of Max, it's probably a good time. We've got one more show tomorrow that we're going to do with him, but uh, we're losing our boy. Four years, right, Max? Four years it's been. Listen, there's been ups and downs. I mean, we were walking over the National Bridge, and I think I turned <laughs> to him and I said, what the fuck were you thinking? Um, there's been some fellow tours where he was the drunkest guy for sure. Uh, but, yeah, thanks to Maxie, man. Four years of uh, – or going into our fourth year where he's, listen, put up with mainly me more than you, bugging him. But uh, we've all grown together, and we're going to miss the fella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you touched on the, the fun parts. But uh, this guy works his absolute balls off, yeah. and he's a pro. He's got to listen to uh, us. I don't think it's going to be his last fella tour. I had no, no. But, no. Uh, you know, he's moving on to uh, to bigger and better. And he's single and he's ready to rock. So heads yeah. up, ladies. And uh, yeah, you know, check him out at Max Miller's Instagram. Week. He's single and he's <laughs> yeah. feeling it. So I mean, a couple of pictures from the fellow tour. He looked like it, talking about G money. It was Max money. So, anyways, thanks Max Miller for everything, fellow. We will be right back here on Missing Curfew. Up dog, fella. Let's talk a little Lucy. Big fella, Lucy is upping the nicotine pouch game with breakers. Pouches packing. A little something extra inside, fella. They sure are, fella. Breakers has either four or eight milligrams of tobacco-free, 100% pure nicotine for you fellas out there who need that nicotine punch. Six delicious flavors, unique ones like apple ice or espresso, and classics like mint and mango up, dog. So break up your dusty gas station pouches and go to lucy.co backslash curfew and use promo code Curfew to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That's lucy.co and use code CURFEW to get 20% off and always free shipping. And here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Up dog, fella. If you're at the bar club or better yet on the golf course and you look over at the fellas to order something and they all freeze up well i'd tell them hey boys loosen up but what would you do fella exactly have some confidence fellas or as jagermeister calls it confidence. if everyone's struggling here's what you do just order for the table a round of ice cold jagermeister shots damn that's cold because apparently up dog We've all been drinking Jagermeister wrong. I guess so. And how do you think we should be drinking it? The fellas at Jagermeister, they wanted at zero degrees Fahrenheit, Uppy. You know what? Thinking back, oh, when that cart girl comes around the path, Oves, and the boys are thirsty, and you're just wishing, damn, I'd love just a nice cold shot of Jagermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging with friends or at the bar, call the shots, fellas. Cheers with ice cold shots of Jagermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check Jagermeister out at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jagermeister US, White Plains, New York. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up is world. Party, Party time. time. Fella tour. Fella tour. He's a dying breed. I can't keep up with them. <laughs> Guy's a machine. How old are you? Are you sure you're 40, bro? You're like I Benjamin Button. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, whatever you got in that higher barrack chamber or whatever up at your house, it's working. I did get in there yesterday. You haven't lost a stride yet. You haven't no, lost I'm a not, step in your game. I'm trying to. There's been many, many a time someone's tried to take me down, but uh, you got to just keep moving, brother. Keep you moving. know that. You're, you're not moving. You're moving well. You're not moving. You're dying. 
Yeah, if, if you don't move, they'll start throwing dirt on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fellow tour Toronto up dog, take us there. Oh my goodness, where do we even start? Um, you know, first of all, thanks to uh, you know, thanks to some people, Kits Eyewear in in Vancouver for uh, for the sponsorship, Crown Royal, Patron, our friends at uh, Park Restaurant, Travis. Thanks for stopping by, jumping on our podcast, the Wayne Gretzky Basement. What a time! Thanks to Ty, Tristan, and Trevor for uh, for hosting us there. That was a uh, incredible pod having them on and uh, a good chance to to dive in and see some of Wayne's old you know memorabilia uh, see a bunch of people who haven't you know haven't probably you know met the boys or whatever it yeah. was a great time to to get involved and you know for us it's been what was that our third all-star game I think that was our yeah, third all-star Vegas, game Florida, Toronto and uh shit show Toronto's yeah. a shit show I mean the, the mecca of hockey isn't perfect to go in and think you can just you know buzz <laughs> around and do this and do that but I feel for these guys. They had them doing everything. I mean, well, yeah. I talked to a PR guy from a team I'll leave unnamed, and he just said it was such a just a gong show with so many media responsibilities for these players. And I mean, everybody was there from a media perspective, right? Like, not that they're not there at other ones, but it's just like it was. It just felt so much bigger than Vegas and Florida. Florida, we were just balling around doing whatever we wanted. Plus, you played there, right? And then in Vegas, we had the hookups because of pickup and Riley. And in Toronto, there it was just everywhere we went. It seemed like every media guy was there. It was just like, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good chance. I mean, we snuck over to the All Star Skills Comp. Um, you know, we got there. We got there an hour before. You know, you and I are doing our thing, and uh, security guards just everywhere. And we're you know our fellow tour pass usually gets us gets us past. You know, we're just hey, we're just gonna go talk to our boy Talk here. Yeah, guys, like now nah. we're like what. Last year we were basically in the dressing room. I was throwing, you know, a Vetchkin tape last year. Yeah, I I had a, I had a meeting with a Hall, but a week before we left, and I yeah. just said, "Hey, fella, like, it's going to be a little tricky. It's going to be a little tighter than Vegas and Florida." But I mean, tight is is what I. It was more than tight. It was Fort Knox. I mean, at one entrance they had four security guys and a cop. I'm like, who do you think's coming in here? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, we used to play in the NHL. We, we're, we're just, we got media, pa- we're just chilling and they're just eyeing us. And like, finally, after about 35, 40 minutes, I'm like, Oppie, let's get out of here. These guys are, they can't wait to arrest somebody here. Yeah, we're like licking their chops. It was, listen, I get it. Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment, it's the, the Mecca, but take a chill pull, man. It's All-Star Weekend. And we're just yeah, sitting around trying sitting to shoot a little content. Throwing parties. Everyone's throwing a yeah, party, by like, the way. Speaking of throwing parties, let's get onto the good stuff in Uppy's world here. Listen, you want to talk about an all-time, all-beauty, tough team that came to our party? You ready for this one, boys? Rick Tockett, uh, Ty Domi, Chris Chelios, Mark Messier, and Brendan Shanahan. And Keith Tuchar. And Big Walt. Sorry, Walt, I can't forget you. You're an absolute beauty. Now, if something would have happened and there was a party after fight, I like the missing curfew party. Yeah, no one was taking us yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. No one was we taking us down. We got a couple lefties. We got a couple guys that throw both ways. Bring it on. And we got guys that can all play, too. Like, yeah. So if you want to play, we can play at skill too, or we can chuck them. I wouldn't be shy to throw Travis into the mix there too. He Travis would have been the first man in. Yeah. Uh, another thing, jumping in Uppies World here, is our step and repeat was beyond National League, thanks to Travis and Park Avenue. But me and you didn't get one pick together on step <laughs> and repeat. And I looked back, and I, I kind of blamed you. And then I looked through the pictures, and you were in way more pictures than me. I was in like two pictures. So I think it was my own fault that we didn't. Yeah, but that's you your family there. I mean, shout out to your yeah. sister who stopped by and your boys. Um, you had a good crew there, but it was just tricky. You know, it was tricky because when we walked in, it was, you know, we had the paparazzi out front, but we walked in and we had to keep our heads down and we got in there. And at some point you did mention, hey, Uppy, like, let's put the drinks down and go get a photo. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just disappeared. Yeah. It happens. 
Yeah. And I get moving and I'm feeling it. And and by the way, the DJ, Sick. unbelievable. Sick. I actually followed him on Instagram. I got to throw him a shout out. I'll, I'll, I'll thank him. I got a great picture with him too, by the way. But He was unreal. Yeah. And you mentioned my sister, Katie O'Brien, came. Uh, shout out to my two boys, the franchise cramper, uh, Sarah Bevan and her husband, Josh, and Katie Rutherford. That was my high school crew. But my sister was a little nervous when she got there, right? She's like kind of all, I said, hey, this is me and Uppy's party. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever. It doesn't matter. Trust me. Like, you're fine here. So then she started loosening up and started having a good time. And she turned to me at like midnight and was like, I don't want to leave. Uh, can you get me home? I'm like, I don't know if I can guarantee I can get you to Kendall. And Porter's got hockey at 1030. But the true O'Brien came out in her. She got a little taste of it. So I'm not the only degenerate. Deep down, she she has a tooth. She could get it from her dad. Yeah. She didn't want to leave. Totally. She was having a time. No, and it's great. And shout out to PK Subban who yeah. stopped by. Cabby. Um, Cabby. Clayton Keller. Br- Brady Kachuk. You know, sh- just a great crew of guys. And, uh, you know, we appreciate it. There was a lot of parties going on that week. You know, we. Tons. Tons. Like Joey Scaleri threw one. Um, you know, Bieber had one one night. I mean, it was just a good buzz in the city. And we brought the good weather. We brought the California weather there. Yeah. Um, they hadn't seen sunshine in like two months. So, weather was you know, up. you guys are welcome. But, you know, for us. That's our fellow tours are bread and bread and butter. Yeah. We get out there, it's a nice place to front face with a bunch of dudes. Bunch of front guys. Face. <laughs> yeah, you front face. Front face, do a little front face. Well, they get to see us. What'd you think of the beaver party? Now, granted, fellas, we didn't have the passes that got up top with Matthews and the boys that were the actual all stars. So maybe there was some extracurricular stuff going on up there that was a little better. But for the most part, I didn't party even know was there was weak. an up top. Was oh yeah, Matthews top? and the boys were up top. Ah. Me and PJ tried to get in. They weren't having it, which gotcha. I get. Hey, listen, if you got to be an all-star, you got to have a certain passing up there. I get up there. I did look up. It didn't seem like. No, it like, wasn't. I wasn't, it wasn't like, park oh, out. Wow. It wasn't our park. No, I wasn't like, oh, wow. No chance. And then I, I just thought the Bieber party was, it was, you know, too big. Too big. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was great. Well, there was like 5,000 people in there. But I do want to say, I thought Justin Bieber in general was, was great all weekend. I mm-hmm. thought the way, you know, he went out for warm-up and then how much he wanted to, to win and how good of a coach he was, the jacket he had on. Every interview I thought I'd seen him do, honestly, I thought Bieber couldn't have been better for the NHL that weekend. No, you, you thank a guy like yeah. that for giving that time. Um, he could have got hockey. some passes up top. Yeah, he could. Nice yeah. kick. Beebs. Next Come on, time. Beebs. I mean, I golf with you last year. the boy some passes. I golf ah. with you. I, I beat you. I didn't even take your money. I mean, Did he make a pay? No, he didn't pay anything. Wow, Beebs, he must really like you because he makes everyone He pay. must have had to go. Uh, he must have had to be somewhere. But uh, <laughs> no, he he definitely didn't pay. Wow. And uh, I, whatever, here and there. But. I golf with that's you. not like you to let anyone off the hook for now he made a couple of big putts coming down the stretch too which i i was the first guy up to like fist pump but um he it's, found his game on the back nine you're tough to even get a blue light special out of like a blue light special yeah. fellas is like you know you win 300 bucks you're like give me 200 give me 250 i'll blue light you not this guy no Madison. especially since he's had kids too you really don't blue light you know that's diapers free and food it's because i only get to play once a week bro well you're still winning you know um, as a scratch are you down to a scratch? Plus yeah, one. Sorry, it's a little fucking handicap. You hit a three perf. You hit a three forty. I know. I'd like to size up some of these pros out here this week. You didn't get the pro am again, did you? No, DraftKings. I ask you one thing. All right. I don't ask a lot. Get Can the, you get me in the pro am. Get the fellow in the pro am. Uh, Love to. But yeah, thank you, Travis. All the boys that came to our party, uh, the city of Toronto, uh, for the most part, was unbelievable. It was just around that Scotiabank Arena, but everything outside of that was uh, national league. It was national league goes. Up his world. Party time. Fella tour. Missing curfew. I don't even know if I can bark with my throat. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Dog of the week. Uh, listen, Boone Jenner, fella, I called you out. I would have taken you last in the draft if I was going to be the all-star pick. Um, 
I like you as a player, but I just didn't think, you know, with all those guys there, well, you proved me wrong, fella. You took the bubble off. You scored a goal in the All-Star game. Um, so that's why he's the missing curfew dog of the week. Good for him, Uppy. He's from around the Toronto area. Uh, I love that he took the fishbowl off for the All-Star game and then stuck it up my ass and scored a goal. So Boone Jenner, good for you. I've not heard nothing but good things about him, but he's the missing curfew. Oh, oh dog of the week, oh, fella. Dog of the week. Did you see his goal? It was pretty nice. Yeah, it was. It was really Another nice. Another little shout-out. A, a second-tier dog of the week to Tom Wilson. Oh, oh really? Oh. Hometown kid. He's having a baby soon, um, which is why we let him off the hook for not getting to our party. But Willie. Good guy, though. Good for you. First All-Star game in your hometown. Well done, fella. Yeah, he... Uh, he uh, second All Star game was in Vegas, but he uh, he came to uh, he texted me after he said, "Hey, I love you and Ups." He goes, "It was a zoo for me." He goes, "I had family, and you mentioned his wife's expecting, and he had you know fifteen twenty people there." Um, we're gonna get to Clayton Keller in, in in this little segment right here, but Kells is a, is a good kid, and I'll tell you why a little bit. Let's get this guy a beer. Presented by our good friends at Labatt Blue. Get this guy a beer. get this guy a blue light. Big fella, presented by our friends Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. Labatt, USA, Buffalo, New York. Get this guy, Labatt Blue fella. We got to start with with Poppy. Awesome Matthews. Um, it was his city, his skates. You picked him out. The, the little, the little uh, access that we did get uh, before the DraftKings skills competition, you said, Obi, look at Matthews' skates. They were fire tight. Yeah, oh, CCM. That's the only good thing CCM does is is Matthew skates. Everything else is very, very not perfect. I'm a, I'm a, I was, I was, a, Bauer I was always guy. a Bauer guy too. Always a Bauer guy. But you did get the new I had sticks. To use you the, the I had sticks. to use the CCM stick when I went back down to the jungle in San Diego. Yeah, crusty old Bob Murray. Yeah, I don't care how many games you got in the NHL. You're using, you're using the CCM twig. I'm like, okay, Bob, you're the fucking man. Anyways, I was like, yes, to me, I, I, I like their twigs. I did like their twigs, but I was a Bauer guy. You're a Bauer guy. I bought Porter, my nephew. He had some, I bought him head to toe Bauer. It's no disrespect to CCM. I just I was always a Bauer I guy. guess times are changing, but what they're doing right now is making Austin Matthews the most sexiest skates on planet Earth. They had the yellow and like a little pink in them. It was, they were badass. Badass. Did you get any uh, things of that, Princey? Any pictures oh, sure. of his wheels? Nice. Sure, he did. Princey killed it. He was for, for a star over the weekend there. I told him, though, not one game is not a season make like Rob Niedermeyer used to tell me. You know, you come in here today, you better get that social media humming, kid. We'll put you right back <laughs> on the fourth line, Princey. We'll put you right back down, bud. Um, but good for Matthews. I think he did a great job of of uh, representing the city of Toronto. Uh, he had his boy Bieber, like we said, behind the bench. He had Marner, Nylander, Riley with them. I think it's fitting that he was MVP. What do you get? What kind of car do you get? I don't even know. He's probably going to sell that, right? I don't know, but he, you know, he's a big part of winning the million bucks for his boys. So, you know, I'm sure they all split that nice and uh, nice and evenly. Any rumors on what they did after with the cash? Or I don't know. Uh, what's that girl, Nelly Furtado? I think had a concert on Saturday night. Maybe put it there. I don't know what they did. Nelly Furtado? Was it Nelly Furtado? Yeah, I think it was Nelly Furtado, bro. I don't even know how I do that. Yeah, like the one that sings that, uh, you know, fly like. <laughs> Is that it? Is that it? Huh? I don't even not know. fly like an eagle. But listen, I'm like a bird. You're, you're talking about a million bucks. We got to get this guy Labatt Blue too. Connor McDavid. I mean, a Hall. Our boy said, a Hall. We should have put some scratch on it. We never did. I had Barzell who almost got in there. But Connor McDavid wins the skills. Wins the fastest skier. He said for the first time in two years. Only fitting in Toronto, his hometown, that he wins that right. Yeah, fastest stick handler. That stick handler drill looked insanely tough. I would have yeah. fell over ten times. That would have probably been the event you might have taken off. Eh? We say, obviously. 
No stick outs. <laughs> no, you didn't have to do every event. So you could take a couple no, It would have been great. It would have been great TV. No. I would have like <clears throat> fallen and taken someone out, a camera guy, maybe you know, a referee in the corner. <laughs> Something would have been funny. Yeah, would I would have loved to do that. I would have went full speed. It would have been great. You would have taken BX out, Kevin Weeks out, like, all, all the media guys that are trying to interview. Look out, Updog's <laughs> coming through here. Um, so congrats to both those absolute superstars. I tell you what, the league's in great hands when it comes to superstar talent. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, you mentioned this earlier, but get these guys Labat Blue. Brady Kachuk, Clayton Keller uh, coming over the shaker after the skills competition. I mean, those two kids have been unbelievable to us. Uh, Big Walt, like we said, was there. But Brady, he's just a good kid, man. Yep. Big boy. Totally. Fuck, is he big. I know. I looked at him, I'm like, dude. Look dude. at this old man, the size of the legs holy of Brady. Holy. And then you're like, where do you get those? And then you just have to look at his old man on the couch and you go, okay, I, I understand. Crazy. They're like farm animals, man. Oh, dude. They're like, they're like, you know, right out of the womb, just herding cattle. Yeah. They're just big forearms, hands, heads. Yeah. I said, fell out. boys. I love the way. And listen, the season's not going great for Brady. And, and he, you know, he know, and it's, and, yeah. and it's hurting him. He, he thought they were going to be better than they are. I said, the way you're playing is unbelievable. I go, I don't know if you should be leading the team in fights, though. <laughs> and he kind of said, I know, Holmes. It's just kind of happening. And that's when you play the way that Brady Kachuk plays and you have balls and you're a leader. That stuff's going to happen. Well, look at Getsy the way he plays. Exactly. Same way. Your exactly. team sucks. Uh, you're pissed off at the way your team plays. Your fans are booing you. You go out and you take pride in the way you are as a human, you are as a player, and you start saying, I'm going to take this in my own hands and beat everyone up. And he lives in Ottawa. I know. So that's, that's probably like when he's like driving the rink, he's probably already a little ticked, right? Like I think so. Probably here for eight years. Why? Yeah, it's easier to lose when you're in, you know, Florida. Florida. Yeah. You left the rink probably not too pissed some <laughs> nights, eh? When you get out there and you all peed put the window down, you're like, ah, fuck it. We lost three two. We we played hard. <laughs> we played hard. But Clayton Keller, um, Kells, I love this kid. He may stop by here this week and say hi to us, but Red Harbor sixty seven dinner. Yeah. Um that was a little pricey for the lads. But anyways, what can you do, eh? It's a right off up dog. Uh, I look over and there's Clayton Keller having dinner with his mom. I mean, what a great kid. I mean, that's what it's all about. Have his mom in there. She flew in from Arizona with him. Um, this kid's the nicest kid ever. So I wanted to give him some love for that. I just Absolutely. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. He's a, he's a stud. And how many All-Star games is that? Five for Kells? Ever since we've been doing missing curfew. Five. I think it's five. It wasn't his first one in Vegas. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Oh, he's playing good. Too. I tell you what, he looked good a little bit that I watched. Well, we actually watched it when we landed in the Sprinter band. He was with on Matthews' line in that three on three, and he was just throwing sauce to Matthews. I'm like, imagine you put Kel- like, hey, listen, we're gonna talk about best on best, USA. I know. Look out, heads up. Yeah, you know, we we got 97 and 29, 87. But I mean, that that America. I just thought Kells playing with Matthews looked so sick. Kells would have been, you know, we we cho- chose our guys that were gonna get drafted last uh, in our last podcast. Kells should have been is like an undercover guy that you would pick like maybe top five, like in a three on three skills like. Good luck getting the puck from that guy. He's nasty. Um, last but not least on the on the get this guy a Labatt blue light, and I might be an outlier here for saying this, but Nikita Kucherov. Oh. Okay. I, I had a laugh. I had a belly laugh like I haven't had in a long time watching him in the drill where he had to pass the pucks at those stupid squares. Okay, like when he first came off, I think, you know, from, from TV, I don't know if it was as funny from TV as it was probably in person, but watching him with that, the little curve he's got, the toe <laughs> curve, and his stride and his, you know what? He could have took the whole thing off and stayed in Miami and paid the fine. But he went out there. But there's and, some good Russian bars in Toronto. So yeah. he's like, I'm going to go up there. And, and he made an absolute joke of that drill, which I think was a tricky drill to begin with. How do you do a, 
almost impossible to like set up a proper passing like skills competition, right? When you think yeah, of I'm it, gonna get into it later. That would have been the tricky one to do. But I think, you know, a lot of people out there are saying, you know, I don't know. I heard you know what I should say the media guy's name, but I'm not going to because I think we're already not really loved in the media world. But I heard some pigeon up there saying that people think because of his his energy or his, his effort in the skills competition that he shouldn't have a chance to win the Hart Trophy. Yeah, if those like, words that's came absolutely out of ridiculous. It has nothing like, to do with. That. Are you guys nuts? Like, who cares what he does in the in the skills competition? He's having an unbelievable year. Yeah, I still believe Nate McKinnon will be the Hart Trophy winner, but that should not affect anything. No that Kucherov does. What and if he has Stanley Cups? Yeah. He's already been a Hart Trophy winner. Like you said, he could have just went to Miami and paid the fine. Last but not least, what if his hips like bothering him that day? Yeah. What if he's got a sore back? Guarantee whoever said that they never played the game. No, this guy never played the game. There, exactly. And I'd like to say his name, <laughs> but I'm not going to. And last but not least, get this guy Labat Blue, Nate Dog. The Nate this Dog. His backhand spink dink goal in the oh, All Star game. I was sexy. on the Sprinter van watching with you. I was like, I don't even know how he did it. He stopped. And just like that, boom, boom, bar down. Well, like Get him he scored back. last night against the Rangers, what a goal coming Tough through loss. the zone. He shoots the puck at full speed. Well, this Obi was a shot shot, and as the puck was going to his backhand, he's at the he's at the bottom of the hash marks. He's still 10, 15 feet away from the net, and he just does a chip shot. It's like, like a little 60-degree wedge, it's eh? Like, yeah, sizz, it's a scissor. It's like, <laughs> like a little butter knife. Just, yeah. And it just it had the right trajectory, bar down, bar Mexico, as our boy Maxi was saying. Incredible goal. Yeah, Jimmy, that's uh, what we that that's what we want to tune in and watch when we watch the All Star game. Did you Goals hear? Like uh, yeah. Did you hear McKinnon talking to Matthews? He's like, you change your twig every game, bro. How the why the fuck do you change your twig every game? He's like, ah, I just do. That was like Vinny the Cavier. I get to Tampa every every game day, new stick and practice. He maybe practice one, but every day new stick. His stick rack. I mean, it was once I got to know him. Like Vinny, you got seventy yeah. sticks on your rack here. He's like, yeah, I use one every game. So, I, so and I think, I think it was like different. It was like a different lie or different length or everything, right? Yeah, it was a different, it full different cur curve. Yeah, the, I, I like the behind the scenes, and that's going to lead into our uh, uh, milk carton here. It's milk carton time here at Missing Curfew. Listen, I thought the draft, they all made a good point about the draft. Like, you bring these kids out, and they had to carry the entire draft, right? Yeah. They're talking the entire time. So good on these captains. That's not easy. We know this since we've, you know, we've gotten better, hopefully, since we started. But it's not easy to carry an entire hour show. So good on the All-Stars that did that, the captains. But listen, I'm putting the NHL on the milk cart. You make these guys sit there in track pants and their jersey and skates and just sit there for an hour of getting drafted. Why not get a sick back room like this, back in the room with a bar where there's cameras, where they're mic'd up, being like, when am I going to get drafted? I can't believe this guy didn't pick me. You could have got so much better content behind the scenes, had these guys in their sick suits, sitting there, wine, beer, Crown Royal, blue lights, whatever you need, and all mic'd up. And be like, oh, can you believe that Upshaw went ahead of me? That's a joke. Don't have them sitting there in their skates, freezing their bag off. I talked to a couple guys like we were freezing. It was an embarrassing look. I just think they can do a much better job. So that up dog, I'm putting the NHL on the milk. And cart. that was for TV, right? Oops. Yeah. So for TV, you could do it in a. You do it in this DK Sports Lounge. You could you do it, it so anywhere. Much do it in the Ritz Carlton. And then uh, they walk out in their six suits. Yeah. Right. Or, or somebody had a good idea like Sid did. You send a kid out in their jersey. The kid comes out, gets to skate out like totally. Crosby did. Yeah, yeah. Or the boys come out. And then they shit. tune back to the boys in the bar. Yeah. I, I hear you. Just have a glass of wine, sit with their wife or kids and, and, and bullshitting and be like, oh, I can't believe you took so-and-so. I just think there's there's more content to get there. I think it's a good idea with the draft. I just didn't like seeing these National League All-Stars that are all making 10 bananas, 8 bananas, sitting there in their track pants waiting to get drafted. It's like, come on, man. Wouldn't do that in hoops. 
No, you wouldn't do it in hoops. You know, you wouldn't and, do it and in football. A, and then a shout out to I, I think that what the NHL did do right is uh, the girls. The the girls All Star Game. They all look great when they came out. Listen, they they were actually done up. The stuff I seen, they were actually done up, and they got to look proper. They did. They weren't wearing track suits and stuff. They came out looking like. You know, they fresh okay, out of like the shower. Like a movie star. Fresh out of the shower, movie star. Happy stars. birthday to Don Sherry, 90 years young. Yeah, like the Toronto and Montreal, the women's game, is, I think it's sold out in like three hours. Awesome. But they are getting, you know, I, I sat and had lunch, uh, breakfast with a friend of mine, Frank, in Toronto. And he he had said, like, these games are electric. You know, it's it's $1,000 to get a seat for a Toronto Maple Leafs game. You go there for a third the price. And it, these girls are playing almost harder than the Leafs oh. probably play. And and it's exciting. So that's I mean that's incredible for our game. Yeah, the Leafs are a prime example. The I haven't yet to watch a full game, but I followed on on social media and I've seen some clips where these girls are playing hard. They're playing so hard that I've noticed online that they're starting to gain some traction on if they should let hitting be legal in girls hockey and women's hockey. Like people are like, why don't we just let these girls hit? Because they're already playing this hard. Yeah, and I have seen some I have seen some highlights. Where there's been more hits than I've seen in a Toronto Maple Leafs game, mm-hmm. and that is 100 percent a fact. And you could ask Sean Keefe; he probably agree with you. He was he blasted the guys the other night, but last night when they lost the Islanders. But uh, good on the girls, man. Like you set up, dog. That's good. Last but not least, on the milk curtain here, at missing curfew. I thought the skills was great when you put a million bananas on it. There's always room for improvement, like our coaches told us. Passing skills competition, the one you're talking about, Kucherov. Uh, I, I mean. I'm I get why I get why Cooch was like this is a stupid thing. It was a terrible skill, and yeah. I get it. It's the first time, but that one's got to go. And I think that was Kucherov sending a message to the league: "You make me do this again, I'm not coming." Thank you. Because it was it was a bad bad. That's skill. a bad drill. bad bad now, skill. Now, in, in hockey, you pass to moving target all the time. No one's ever standing still, so it's a stupid drill to come and try to hit us like a square. From the other side, of yeah, the I'd, that's a good point by you. I'd rather have a skills thing where where you get two other guys that do it, and you come around, hit them there. This guy's got to hit them there. You got to go through this pylon, hit them there. Like hit the guys moving, and it's a that would minute, be great. It's a thirty second drill. We don't want the boys to get bagged. Yeah, thirty second drill. How many passes? And it's maybe a judge's thing. And you would see these all stars, superstars, how crispy they can pass it. Yeah, when they start because you know how much it sucks standing there, but when you start snapping it around, that's one of the best parts of the game. So it would be. It was, this is a great um, topic of conversation, Obes. I think you pick. Out of that all-star group, you pick five guys. You can pick any one of them. Pick McDavid, obviously. Pick, but you know, all guys on your team, and then they are the ones that that have to do like Canada Cup, and every pass from you needs to be crispy rice. Yeah. And then there's a then there's a out of ten. Canada Cup's a great. That's why that's exactly what I meant. Something like a Canada Cup. But where you have pylons and you got to go through something else, you got a sauce. It one. is better than those stupid bricks. That's why Kucherov was like, are you kidding me with this? this yeah, then let me ask you this. Let's, let's just switch gears to one sec while we have some time and talk about, did you see the um, uh, the Pro Bowl? Love what the did Pro you, did, you see, did you see the the long snappers, how they had to get it through the holes? It was great. Did anyone see that, the highlights? No. It's awesome. Well, but I, they, I think the NFL killed it. With they got like a 10-yard hut, and they hut it through different balls. Now, the one in the middle was the five banger, you know, it's like skeet. And then the one skeet, up, skeet. the one up top was like the ten. And it was just a little one. And the one over here is three. And and watching these guys just rip them through the holes was was quite yeah. funny. But I bet you they loved it. Like in a way, that's fun, but it's not too dorky. Yeah. The the passing for the NHL is complete dork. Yeah, I think what the NFL's done with the Pro Bowls killed it. Flag football. A Hall always says this to us too. It, what used to be pickleball, but now the fastest growing sport in in the United States, flag football. Crazy. I I played it when I was a kid. Yeah, you did. Loved it. Yeah, I loved wow. it. Started I was quarterback. We might have to have a missing curfew flag football game. You'd be good at that. Oh, yeah, not now. That would be 
Tara Hammy. <laughs> Won't be able to come on set. That's fella true. tour. I haven't missed the fella tour with a torn MCL again. But That's true. That was the milk carton. Uh, listen, the guy who's, I don't know if I've ever been on the milk carton or ever will be on the milk carton is Sidney Crosby. Um, Sid, man, the, the video of him up in Montana, Big Sky, wherever he was, skating like that, like what a national leaguer. You know, I, I asked Brady about it when at, our, at our party, and Brady's like, do you think he had that staged? I'm like, you know what, Brady, I think he's 36 years old. He's already had five days off. He knows he's coming here where he's not going to do a fuck of a lot. He needs to get the legs going because they're right back in it tonight. They play tonight, I believe. So, like, it's a it's a way that, uh, yeah. Listen, you, we talked about this yesterday, you and I. Um, you know, at thirty six, yeah. we might think about doing this at thirty or twenty five or twenty two. There's no, no chance, chance on God's beautiful green earth, especially here in Scottsdale. It's not so green; it's a little brown, except the course. But <laughs> we would have never <laughs> thought picking up ups. But but what I said is maybe there's a commercial setup up there. I mean, the rink looked cool, right? He's in where Montana. He's probably at Yellowstone Club or wherever the hell he is. And, you know, I'm sure it's like, you know, maybe it's State Farm. Maybe State Farm's like, hey, Sid, bring the gear up here. Or Tim Hortons, right? Like, we're going to film you. This is our only time to get you. It's going to be a cool backdrop. We're going to bring a little couple kids in. I, I bet you you see a commercial come out of that. Yeah. I'll tell you, I mean, if you can make a little scratch during the All-Star break, why wouldn't you? But um, I just think I just think for him, <laughs> I just think for him, honestly, I, I think he just had to get the legs in. Because as I yeah. got into my 30s where it started to come to an end for me, two days off felt like eternity, right? It did, yeah. For so sure. for him, I think he wanted to get the legs going. I love that he missed the draft, too. He's just like, you know what, I'm not coming to the draft. But uh, impressive stuff, nonetheless, up dog. We'll be right back here at Missing Curfew Fella. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey. Or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Welcome back to Missing Curfew. Up dog, back up the Brinks truck, fella. My man. He's back. Oh, he is. Who is this guy's agent? Princey, look who up Jesse Pugliarvi's agent is. Who? <laughs> How is this guy back in the league? I don't know. How did he get a two-year deal? He was down in Wilkes-Barre. I thought he went back to Finland. I was like, listen, fella, you know, you, you came over here, you gave it everything you had. You got the worst style of the National League. You can't stick handle. You're the only guy to ever keep McDavid off the score sheet. And Kyle Dubnis, listen, desperate times call for desperate measures. I get it. They're, they're in one to make the playoffs down there. Two years, eight hundred. No, crazy. Two years. Just give him a one-year deal. What are you going to give him two years for? Nobody else wanted him. <laughs> There's nobody else that wanted him. Was there? <laughs> two-year deal, man. I, I, I'm I, just like, listen, I'm sure he's a good guy. I love Finnish guys, starting with Temu Solani and Pekka Rene, um, Aussie Vanden. I love Finland. I played there for, for a short stint. But let's call a spade a spade here, Updog. This guy is not going to come in and help the Pittsburgh Penguins get in the playoffs. And he's not good for escrow. No. He's just not good for escrow. No. Um, listen, I don't know. How many lives does this guy have? A million. He, he Who's is, his agent? He's a clock killer. Mark Lietto. Mark Lietto. Well, get, get on him. you. Mark Lietto, get hire this a, guy a blue light. Yeah, we need a new deal, too. We might <laughs> hire you. Um, it gives us something to talk about, laugh about. But you know what? It makes me have to watch him play. I know. And I don't completely. want to. Completely. I don't want I know, him. I like watching Pittsburgh play. No, this, I, I don't like the style of play. Wait till I, Carlson I, gets I out there with him. He'll be like, what hand are you? You sure you're right-handed? Yeah, exactly. Try this left-handed twig. 
<laughs> like if it didn't work with the, if it did two work, years though, how hard did we have to try to stay in the game? I I, I mean, I, me specifically. What is this guy's reputation? Well, what's his? You know, they they've all these analytics and stuff, and and his numbers can't be great. They his can't analytics be. can't be great. No, he he was given first line opportunities playing with the two best players on the planet. He's the only and guy who still keep, couldn't stay in the league. Keep McDavid off the score sheet. Look, we're talking so loud now. Max is a Turner thing now. No, it's it's what what that is is abs- it's absurd. I, I, yeah. There's so many guys that are on the bubble um, that you know are not eligible that just have lost their their you know NHL. Let's just call it their fucking cue card or whatever the hell it is. He has continually gotten another chance, and not only another chance, he comes in and gets to play on the top lines. You're right, Obes. I, I mean, you said it best. It's hilarious. There's an old saying when you're when you're 250th overall pick like me. There's a saying: once a first rounder, always a first rounder. Yeah, I think it's just because I know was the I, third overall pick. That never helped me. I had fucking well, five years of 750 games. I know. I know. At the, at the end, yeah, they made you really earn it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he should really have to earn it now. I no? can't. Yeah, I cannot believe they gave him a two year deal. Like, and then he even held out one year. That's what even bothered me most is that he held out. Yeah, he fucking held out of the Edmonton Oilers. The PTO's got up, he fired up. Now I got hey, no, team. but like you don't hold out when you got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. You fucking play, you're right. You go and earn it. Yeah, he didn't earn it ever. Uh, I think Connor even likes. I think Connor likes him as a person, but he can as a player. Eventually, he had to go in and say, yeah, and I don't know enough. this, but eventually they had to collectively to be like, you know what? Let's just replace him with someone else. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing with. Yeah, you know, when, when you do have the best team, and this is why, like, Edmonton still hasn't figured it out, but it took him so long to get rid of that player. Yeah. Well, when you take him third overall, you know, even though, like, Kenny Hall didn't draft him, this I, I don't know. Listen, and I'm sure I'm <laughs> sure he's a good guy because he wouldn't keep getting these opportunities. If we want to if we want to be positive for a second, I'm sure he's a good guy because he keeps getting opportunities. He must have a good attitude. I'm sure he works yeah, hard. Yeah, no, he does. He's All those finished guys out. work their bag off, so I'm sure that is – but I guess Kyle Dubas, I'll tell you what, the style you're going to get me You're going to get me to tune in just because I want to see how bad he's going to be. But maybe he'll prove me wrong. And you know what, Puyarvi, I hope you prove me wrong, buddy. But two years, 850, back in the National League. Speaking of the National League, around the National League updog, uh, big news coming out of L.A. last week. We touched on, you know, what's going on there with Drew Doughty. And, you know, I put Pierre-Luc Dubois in the milk carton. And then all of a sudden, boom, Todd McClellan out. Got to be honest, it surprised me. Um... The rebuild went so quick. I remember a couple of years ago, Todd McClellan said, "Like, we're ready for playoffs. Our rebuild's over." And I was like, "Easy, Todd. Like, you could be getting, yeah, you could be getting a little ahead of yourself here. Prove me wrong. No, they, they made did. the playoffs back-to-back years. He's out. Um, they replaced him with DJ Smith as the assistant coach, and some Hiller guy that's going to be interim head coach. But what did you think? I, I don't think he was the problem. No, I don't. When Drew Doughty starts talking about players, I don't think it's head coach, man. Yeah, you're right. I I like Todd McClellan. Um, I almost had him in Edmonton, Obes, but I got hurt. And he, he, therefore, Peter Shirelli was there. He got let go shortly thereafter. Dave Tippett came in and replaced him. Actually, I think it was Hitch first and then and then oh, Dave yeah. Tippett. Hitch was there. Um, but for, for me, you know, this doesn't fall on the coach. But what it does fall on is the organization bringing in the likes of Pierre-Luc Dubois and now trying to make it work. And when it doesn't work and you have a guy on an eight-year deal you need to push blame and try to fix a season when it's completely not broken. And we do know this because it's only halfway through the season. You have to be able to fix what is going on in the short term. And the short term is our fan base cannot handle us making all these moves and not making the playoffs. Yeah. So 
Is it a shift in leadership? Yes, that's what we're going to change because you can't just start shipping guys out. You got Drew Doughty and Kopitar still, you know, Drew Doughty has a lot of years left. Kopitar, maybe not so much, but he's still playing great hockey. Now's the time to sneak in and try to be a spoiler because you look at the West, there is some great teams, but they proved last year they took Edmonton to game seven. If they can get through, was it six or seven? I think it was six. Yeah. Edmonton beat been six last year, yeah. But anyway, in saying that, they sized up to the Edmonton Oilers last year. Could have went either way. Um, they were actually up 2 nothing, I think, on them in Edmonton. They were right? up 2 1 in the series, and then they're yeah. home, and then they were leading 3 nothing after the first. We were at the game, I think. Yeah. And then the Oilers came storming back, and the series was over. Corn dogs, Jackie. So, dogs. so, anyway, long story, cutting it short is that uh, this move, I think, is a, is a short term. Try to fix this now. And uh, if it doesn't, it's going to be corn dogs in the summer. You're going to see some fireworks happening. Yeah, and I like Rob Blake. We've talked about him the last couple of weeks, and I love everything that the LA Kings do. I love the people they've hired. I love how they reward the guys who won Stanley Cups there. I love the culture they've built there. I think Blakey's taking some heat for this Pierre-Luc Dubois trade. I think ownership's probably like, we're worse than we were. We just gave away three of our youngest, best players, and now we're paying this guy eight bananas a year, and he's not doing anything. So I think Blakey's like, listen, I'm going to fire my coach take the heat off of me for a little bit and see if I can get someone to come in here and rejuvenate this club. I just think it's unfortunate because I do like Todd as a coach and yeah. I don't think he's the problem, but time will tell. I didn't see Stoli get behind the bench, maybe. It's time. Stoli, babe. He's get behind the bench, time. buddy. No, listen, Stoli, uh, we love you on camera, but it's time you start snapping draws back you and, and bench, you're working on the power play for the boys. I agree. Speaking about working on the power play, my old teammate, Sean Monaghan, uh, Montreal, which is one of the best cities, to Winnipeg, where there's lots of good stuff going on. Um, they got a first-rounder for him to Montreal, so I think that's a great trade for Montreal. Sean Monahan went there, rejuvenated his career. I love this kid. Uh, comes in and gives him depth down the middle, brings some size. I think this is a great trade for the Jets, and the Jets are, are listen, they could be, they're as good as anyone. Up, guess what I'm saying. He's just clipping off all these Canadian cities, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Like, what does he Calgary, got left? He's got Vancouver, Toronto, and Ottawa left. He's got three out of the six. And Edmonton. Fucking throw in Edmonton. <laughs> Don't forget about Edmonton. A good player. He scored at a high pace. Now, mind you, he is missing Johnny Hockey. When Johnny Hockey was his line mate, I mean, Prince, you tell you this. Oh, uh, yeah. Two of the best players. You could put him up there with fucking Leon and, and Connor, right? <laughs> I mean, they were scoring at will. I mean, he had 40 goals a couple times, right? Um, good player. Winnipeg, man. Battle heads up. I mean, heads up. You got a goalie like that. You got Connor. You got, you know, our, our, the guy that I keep. Let's go through their lineup. Go through their lineup. I was going to say Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, no, but that, I, that's because I always butcher those names. <laughs> I know. I did, now I, got, I did it on purpose because we got the waste management open. Connor, Mark Sheffley, uh, Velarde, <laughs> Perfetti, Sean Monan, Ellers, Niederreier, Lowry, Appleton, and then Iafalo. Yeah, see, that's... Guys. I mean, listen, they're, 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 their top three lines are as good as anyone. I love that Adam Lowry. When you can have that Adam Lowry as your third line center, their big yeah, captain. Playing with Iafalo uh, and, and perhaps He's playing, with, Apple, he's playing with Appleton and Niederreier right now, but Iafalo could easily jump up there and play on that third line too. I'm, just, I'm kind of shocked he is on that fourth line. But Connor, uh, Velarde, and how do you say the centerman's name? Mark? Shifley. Uh, Shifley, who's coming back from injury. He's got to stay healthy. Yeah, Your he team's plays, as good as anyone. Yeah. And you got Hollaback between Man, the Man, when he hit that guy behind the net in the playoffs, that was Evans. fucking Evans. Still, guy's never the same, right? Still think it was a good hit. Me too. Still think it was a good hit. Uh, last but not least here around the National League, I think we touched on the Four Nations Cups, but let's touch on it again. Like, why not Six Nations? 
the fact that Germany and Czech are not in there with Dreisaitl and Pasternak having to be on the outside looking in. Anyways, it's going to be February 12th to 20th. Princey said it's Boston and Montreal. I hope it's Montreal. and uh, I love Boston. Our headquarters there, maybe we can step in. But I was hoping for like a Vegas, New York yeah. or something. Or yeah, Vegas. Boston, Boston, Montreal. Boston, Montreal. Montreal will be fucking travel. fun. Easy trip. Oh, Montreal will be great. That's where we're so setting up Boston. shop. We're going to set up in Montreal. I just thought like they would go for, for kind of newer cities, right? Like yeah. Vegas or Dallas. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it'll be interesting. It'll be great hockey. Um, what I would have liked to seen is like you know if this is gonna be something that happens every, say two years or four years, you know it'll be opposite to the Olympics, so four years. Yeah. Why not have like, you know, why not have it a Six Nations Cup to start off with, and then you know there's relegation. Maybe one team's in, one team's out, for the next one, right? Like yeah. if you don't qualify, team's gone. You're out of the Nations Cup. Yeah, I just, and then tighten it up. I just don't know how, from the NHL's perspective, when you look at marketing and, and players, like how could you get a tournament where your two two of your and Finland's in there, two of your best five players aren't in the tournament. Finland's a tiny country too, so it's not like you're attracting crazy viewership if if you have Finland. In. Yeah, I just I, I, if I was Gary Bettman, which I would never be, but I would just have a hard time being like, okay, so Drysdale's not going to play, and Pasternak's not going to play. So they just did like the Eastern Bloc, and just had it like. Well, I just think you throw Czech and Germany in there. Nope. The Swiss. The Swiss can play on any team. They're like the, I like the one the Swiss, country. Yeah, they're the one country that just I'm not friends sit, with everybody. I'm not going to sit here and try to complain for the Swiss in this tournament. No. But I, I, I do like when they're in there. But yeah. I just, selfishly, I want to see Dreisaitl play for Germany. I want to see Pasternak play for, for Czech. And you had mentioned uh, back to the Olympics for the next two Winter Olympics. This is going to be unbelievable. And I heard a great comment from Sidney Crosby. They asked him over the weekend, like, you know, can you wait? You can't wait to play on this team. He said, I got to earn my way on this team. Right, so it'll be 38. 38 at the time. I'm sure he'll be on this team. It would be an absolute shock if he wouldn't, but I love that that's his mindset that, you know, I still have to make this team. I cannot wait to see 97 and 29. We'll see it in the, in the Four Nations Cup, but this is great. Like you, you heard McDavid, he was like, about time. I can't wait. So this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, at Team USA, I don't know if it's just because they've been so great to us and we got to know these kids, but I mean, I can't wait to see Team USA put a team like the Kachuk brothers on the same line, maybe. It's just it's time up. It's so exciting. It's exciting, yeah. I, I just think of three generations of Canadian legends, um, you know, or or possibly you know growing into the legendary status of of a Connor Bedard. But you have Sidney Crosby, you have Connor McDavid, you can even throw Nate McKinnon in there, and then you have Kale McCarr, and then like a new Connor Bedard maybe coming up in the ranks in a couple of years. Bedard would be on the team hundred percent. Yeah. So this is like. It's evolution at its finest, and it's about time that Gary Bettman and Bill Daly have figured this stuff out because the Olympics, we need to be in it. Yes, it's in China, no TV deal over there, call it what it is before, but these players want to play. They want to play in their, they want to wear their jersey. Uh, but like you just touched on, heads up for the U.S. of A. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out for three of the boys we missed on the fellow tour that we couldn't forget about. Oh, our boys. Our it's, boys that starts, came to the dinner. Yeah, listen. Well, big guy, big guy PJ oh, McKay. Oh, Bubba Ganoush. Doesn't miss one. Should have never forget you, fella. We got Sheldon, Beauty. George, and our boy Maddie from Good BM. guys. But thanks for coming, fellas. You guys are the man. Uh, thanks for running that tab up on the boys. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You guys anyway, are welcome really for dinner. The next the one's on you, boys. The next one's on you. When we get our PP spanking from Nadia next week, I'll remember you boys all the wine they were ordering. But no, they, <laughs> those guys are great guys. Sheldon, I love Sheldon, man. Every time I see that guy, his energy. You want to talk about success, just being a positive person. I think that's why he's been so successful in life. Uh, he loved our party. He said it was a great atmosphere. So speaking of parties up, dog, 
We're going to shoot some more content here today with the Hall Pass team and Princey. we got some national leaders coming by. Tomorrow we're going to tee it up, uh, weather permitting. And then Thursday we're going to come in here and we're going to catch a buzz. We're going to bet on some games. Uh, we're going to enjoy whatever this sports book has to offer. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. First thing i got to do is get a Halls, maybe a shot at Crown Royal. But that was Mr. Curfew. Up, dog, you're the man. Hall Pass Media, thank you. Princey, get that phone humming. Uh, and DraftKings, thanks for having us. Fellas. Fellas. Up dog fella, if you're at the bar, club, or better yet on the golf course, and you look over at the fellas to order something, and they all freeze up. Well, I'd tell them, hey, boys, loosen up. But what would you do, fella? Exactly. Have some confidence, fellas. Or as Jagermeister calls it, confidence. If everyone's struggling, here's what you do. Just order for the table. A round of ice-cold Jagermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently, up dog, we've all been drinking Jagermeister wrong. I guess so. And how do you think we should be drinking it? The fellas at Jagermeister, they want it at zero degrees Fahrenheit, Uppy. You know what? Thinking back, oh, when that cart girl comes around the path, Obes, and the boys are thirsty, and you're just wishing, damn, I'd love just a nice cold shot of Jagermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging with friends or at the bar, call the shots, fellas. Cheers, with ice-cold shots of Jägermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check Jägermeister out at www.draftkingsxjägermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur. 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jägermeister U.S. White Plains, New York.